Greetings and welcome to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven. Today is a special edition, My Sunday Prayer Letter, with your host, Preacher John, yours truly. God bless you, my dear friend. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that there will be something here on this show, in this episode, that you're able to use in your life, in the life of your family, in the life of your friends, and the lives of people you haven't met yet. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Okay, are you ready? Let's get started. This is episode number 42 and is titled, Whosoever Shall Call. What a title, right? It's based on Romans 10.13. And I'll read it to you in the King James Version. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Praise God. Before I get started in my letter, I just wanted to say that, that I just got back from Nederland, Colorado. been preaching all day long. It is actually January 15th. Let me look. No, January 15th. Had to look. <laughs> January 15th, 2021. I'm recording two of my first letters for this year. And I'll repeat this again on my next show, but so when you hear these episodes, you'll see that, oh, I see what John did, because I just have not had time to record anything. I have been very, very busy preaching and ministering and praying and just building the church, and I've been wanting to do these podcasts, but as you notice, it's been quite a long time since I did a podcast. I've done 41, this one here will be 42, and the next one will be 43, clearly, (laughs) And uh, it'll be the two letters that I've written for the first two Sundays of 2021. My aim is to do the podcast every week. I just have not been able to do it. And I, I'm sorry, I just, I'm just, I'm doing the best I can. You know, one man show here. I am everything, even the, uh, everything, (laughs) you name it, I'm it. (laughs) So, uh, I'm a little nervous, to be honest with you, but I'm fired up because I've been preaching for four solid hours up in Nederland, Colorado. Uh, The wind was fierce. uh, They started off at about anywhere from 29 to 30 mile an hour winds, around 30 mile an hour winds. Uh, When I got there, it was one degree is what the temperature felt like. That's what the weather channel said it was. It kind of warmed up, though, but uh, it was an amazing day. Amazing day. We had a chance to, to, to minister and talk and pray with numerous people and got a chance to connect with several people and many who have seen me in Boulder, preaching on the streets in Boulder, and now they see me in Nederland. It's really a great time. But I wanted to do these two shows. The moment I walked in the door, then after I'll, I'll do my dinner and uh, relax and edit the shows and upload them this evening for all to see. And then tomorrow, which was Saturday, is my Sabbath. That's uh, later in the day after I spend the time with the Lord. We just It's just me and the Lord is all day Saturday. And then Sunday morning, the letter goes out. Actually, I do the letter, I write the letter Saturday evening, Saturday late afternoon into the evening. Uh, that runs about four hours for me to do that letter and upload that to my website. It goes on the email server and it goes out Sunday morning. So uh, it's going to be a busy weekend again. Uh, but I'm excited, so I'm glad you're here, and we'll just jump right into our show now for all that rambling that Preacher John did. So my letter starts off. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we love you. We can love you because you first loved us. 
This is almost too hard for us to believe. Here we are hating on you, and you were loving on us. We suppose that is one of the reasons we love you now so very much. We were not lovable, and you still loved us. Lord Jesus, you provide to us such a wonderful example on how to love. If we love people like you love people, then our ministry should flourish, because all we have to do is to look around at all the souls being saved. This tells us that you truly do love people. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for all your beautiful gentleness and love. Help us to be like you, our Savior. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. You know, I've been crying for the last several minutes and unable to write because of Jesus' amazing love to me. I was a sinner. I was going to hell. I had no hope. I was lost. I had given up. I was in fear. I was trapped in sin. Then I cried out to Jesus and simply said, Jesus, if you're real, here I am. And he got me. He saved me. Oh, Lord, I, you, I owe you my life and all my love. I so freely give it to you and all that I am and all that I will ever be. I love you, Jesus. You know, I, I start these letters off in kind of a funny way, but and it's not really funny, but it's, it actually brings joy in my life. And I, what I do in these podcasts is I'll read the letter, and the letter actually becomes my script. But what I'll do is, like I am now, I, I throw in little sidebars, which sometimes I probably shouldn't do, but I do anyways. And I just, I want to talk. I, I feel like I want to talk. I don't want to read because I've been preaching all day. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, when you're preaching, you're preaching out of that anointing, out of the fullness in your heart. You just, and here I'm reading a text. I'm reading a script. I'm reading this letter. So it's a little difficult but I'm going to keep on going. Amen? All right. All right. Praise God. So, you know, I was still crying and tears on my desk and Bible. Folks, we owe our love to Jesus for what he has done for us. Why, oh, why do you so love the world and give all your life to this dying world? Yesterday, or rather on Friday, I was in Denver preaching and ministering for seven hours to about 3,000 people. Do you know how many of the 3,000 want to do what I was doing? That's right, zero. A big fat zero. There must have been at least, oh, many hundreds of Christians where I was on Friday. However, you would never know it. The way Christians dress and the way they act and the way they talk and the way they love all the world has to offer. Why? Isn't the Lord Jesus good enough to receive all our love? Why give Jesus, your bridegroom, but a tidbit or a token or a drop of your love and then turn away from Jesus, your Savior, who shed his precious blood on that old wooden cross just for you? Just for you, my friend. Yeah, just for you. And if you don't, let me just continue reading here because I'm going to get off track in just a minute. Just for you so that you can come to heaven and have eternal life. Isn't that enough to give an hour of your time to the Lord? I'm going to take a short break. I've got some tea here. 
uh, in all my previous podcasts, I've always had some kind of tea, but, and today I wasn't going to get a tea, but I just felt like, man, that I can't do a podcast without tea. <laughs> so today's tea is from Trader Joe's. It's a lemon spearmint tea. It's hot because Netherlands was cold, <laughs> but this is a hot tea. And I squeezed just a tiny bit of lemon, fresh lemon in it and man does it taste good it just soothes my my uh, throat from you know preaching in the wind for four hours let me take a sip here oh man that is so good mm. wow praise the lord <laughs> that is good man wow i think i put a little too much lemon in it <laughs> Anyways, uh, we'll get back to our letter here and this, uh, give an hour of our time to the Lord. Isn't it enough to, to give a look in the mirror and ask the Lord, is this what you want me to wear? Isn't it enough to stop lusting after the world and its sin? Isn't it enough? Oh, people, look at yourself. Look deeply and think and then ask the Lord Jesus Christ, your Savior and God, to help you to be the man or woman that the Lord wants you to be. You know, I cry for your soul and for mine. Save us, Jesus. Save us, O Lord, our God. And gather us from among the heathen to give thanks unto the holy name and to triumph in thy praise. That was Psalm 106, verse 47 in the King James. Well, once again, I start the Sunday prayer letter off with a bang. I write only what the Holy Ghost puts on my heart. I don't embellish, nor do I diminish whatever I'm giving, except on the podcast. I do add a little bit, and I don't mean to, but I'm, I'm praying that the Spirit of God moves me to uh, share something else. And please understand that I'm a, I'm a, I am right now almost shaking in my seat because I'm really nervous. I, I, I don't know what it is, but I'm I can preach to a thousand people, but I can't preach to a microphone. <laughs> can you, uh, what does that, you know, what does that say? <laughs> Anyways, uh, so let's move on. In my last Sunday prayer letter, we talked about, can two walk together except they be agreed? This is Amos 3.3 3 in the KJV. In this letter, we may talk about the start or the beginning on why this agreement is vitally important to our future. Tally-ho. The scripture base for this letter is in Romans. What a great book this is. I used to call it the Trucker's Bible, or Letter to the Over-the-Road Truckers in the World. I did this because I've heard people call this the Roman Road to Salvation. The book contains an easy-to-follow method of leading people to salvation. So I just called it the Trucker's Roman Road. Well, oh well, it's gone. I called it. The, let me sidebar here. I, I maybe you guys don't know what that means. Uh, I was a trucker for forty years. I I started trucking when I was twenty three years old back in nineteen seventy seven, September of seventy seven. I started trucking uh, for North American Van Lines. I bought my own truck and went to trucking with them, and then uh, stayed in the trucking business off uh, all the way to uh, uh, from twenty three all the way to sixty three. So uh, that was about three and a half years ago. Uh, we retired at 63 and a half and uh, spent 40 years and 3 million miles over the road as a trucker. 
uh, hauled everything you can possibly imagine. Don't think two things I didn't haul, and that is a portable thermos. Didn't haul any tankers, nor did I haul any uh, portable parking lots. No car carriers. Or and one more thing, never hauled a bull wagon. So that's the, the you know the big cows, the cows in the, the big wagon, big trailer. Didn't do any of those three, but I hauled uh, lots of other things, and uh, you'd be surprised. Three million miles, but I'm no longer on the road uh, trucking. I'm on the road for Jesus, preaching on the streets of my city and state. So let's go on. In Romans 10, 13, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. When I'm on the street, I usually go to a couple other verses rather than this one, which is keyed off of, namely Joel 2.32 and Acts 2.21. In fact, let's just put them right here, and I'll say them on the podcast here, the show. Joel 2.32, that's in the Old Testament. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem shall be deliverance, as the Lord has said, and in the remnant whom the Lord shall call. Acts 2.21, and this is the one I kind of go back to a lot. Acts 2.21, it says, And it shall come to pass, that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. If I jump back up a little bit in my letter and I say Romans 10.13, you can see it's very similar. I'll read that one more time. Romans 10.13 in the King James Bible. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. As you can see, these are prophetic and powerful, being full of the Holy Ghost. I mean, the Word of God is filled with the Spirit of Truth because God calls His Word the Word of Truth. This is another reason why I love the ministry of the Holy Ghost and also why many Christians don't use the ministry of the Holy Ghost because they say that there is more to being saved than just this, these verses. That's, why, that's what they say. I've heard it many times. <laughs> so that's what they say because of the corrupted Bible that they read. Uh-oh. Anyways. Their Bible says you are not saved. That's right. It's right. It says you are being saved. You're in the process. You're not there yet. You've got to do a few more things. So the question is, are you saved or are you being saved? Did you answer the question? <laughs> That's what I have in my letter here. Did you answer the question? Do you know when people began to call upon the Lord to be saved? It was a surprise to you. It, it would surprise you. Let me say that again. Do you know when people began to call upon the Lord to be saved? It would surprise you. It is not in the New Testament. You might think it would be, but it's here in Genesis. Wow, the very first book of the Bible. How cool is that? Genesis 4.26 And to Seth, to him also, there was born a son, and he called his name Enos. Then began men to call upon the name of the Lord. Wow! Listen to that. Genesis 4.26 And to Seth, to him also there was born a son, and he called his name Enos. Uh, in the King James, it's E-N-O-S, Enos. Then began men to call upon the name of the Lord. Wow. I really love that. K 
Can you see that people were calling on the Lord before Jesus even hung on the cross and died for our sins, shedding his precious blood and being buried and then raised on the third day by the Father? Folks, that is faith in action. Why not go read the Hall of Faith? It's Hebrews 11, the whole chapter, Hebrews 11. You would love it, yeah. Uh, Just get a note, pen, and write that down. Hebrews 11, go from 1 all the way down. In fact, Hebrews 1 gives you the definition, the Bible definition of faith. It's really cool, really, really cool. Kind of an eye-opener, too. And then if you go through Hebrews, it'll give you lots of different examples. So Romans 10, 13, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. There's more going on here in this short text of Romans 10, 13. Do you know what is happening here in this text? Read the context of chapter 10. This chapter will provide wonderful insight into how to be saved, then also how the Apostle Paul led people to salvation, and a simple step process that can save even the hard-hearted. Some believers use this exclusively, and still others mix several scriptures together to introduce salvation to people. For me, I just tell people just to give, give Jesus a call. I just so totally rely on the power of the Holy Ghost to bring new life to people and to aid them in calling and crying out to the Lord. Much of the techniques that people use tend to come from how they got saved. This is why I do what I can to get people to read the Bible. Or more specifically, I get them to read a gospel track. In the track are enough scriptures to get people thinking about salvation or get curious to read more scriptures in the Holy Bible. That's what I did. The guys on board our Navy ship witnessed to me. And some, how they got me witnessed to me. And some, how they got me interested in reading the Bible. I have to rewrite that, don't I? (laughs) And some, how they got me interested in reading the Bible. Whatever that means. Of course, this took about a year and a half. But what is time? I finally had the opportunity to read the Holy Bible. I thank the Lord it was a King James Bible. Hint, hint, hint. (laughs) Use the King James Bible, man, always. Stop reading and comparing other Bibles. That only destroys your faith in God's pure and preserved Word. So one day at battle stations, now battle stations because I'm I'm a Vietnam vet, so we were, you know, at war. (laughs) So I caught the last year and a half of the Vietnam War. And uh, so we were always training, uh, but one time we did uh, go to battle, one time, two times, several times, actually, we went to battle stations. I remember the very first time we went to battle stations because here we are always drilling, 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 drilling. Then one time when we went to battle stations, I heard on the one MC, it said, uh, all hands man your battle stations. This is not a drill. This is not a drill. I repeat, this is not a drill. And I remember stopping. Right in my tracks on the ladder as I was sliding down. And I said, wow, this is not a drill. You know, but because of all the drilling and all the training, everything was so second nature. And so it was just really good. But this is one of the times that we uh, were going to battle stations. That's written here in my letter. Um, let's so, so one day at battle stations, Fred, uh, Fred Birch out of Michigan, volunteered to leave his Bible for me to read. He was one of the guys I read for five hours. He was one of the guys that were uh, praying for me. 
And uh, praise God for Fred and Mike. They were two buddies that really helped me a lot. Really helped me a lot. And uh, all the other guys too. Uh, So I read for five hours. Uh, Then about two weeks later, I prayed while alone in the bunk area of operations. I was a petty officer, quartermaster. And all I said was, Jesus, if you're real, here I am. That was a cry from my heart. I called out to the Lord. Jesus saved me that very second and did a miracle with me besides saving me. And I'm not, I'm, sidebars, I'm not going to go into the miracle now, but as you follow me along, I'll, I will one day go back into that miracle. It's quite a miracle uh, that happened. As you can see, I didn't go to church. I didn't change anything in my life prior to asking Jesus into my life. I didn't recite a certain prayer. I didn't pray with anyone. I didn't repent. I didn't know what repent means. I didn't do I didn't do nearly anything that religious Christians say to do to get saved. Do you get it? Stop putting more onto people than simply calling out to the Lord. That calling is a cry from their heart. Let the Holy Ghost clean them up and get them ready for the wedding. You don't have to do it. Nor do they or nor do they do it. I'm so fired up, man. <laughs> Praise God. Um, that is all being saved by works, not by faith. Yeah, just don't get into that, okay? Uh, What does the Scriptures say? Man, I have a whole list of Scriptures here. I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I got ten verses here. I don't know if I'm going to say them all. Let me just say the first couple here. Uh, Romans 1.17, For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Now, in fact, I'm going to stop right there with that because uh, this letter, this podcast is already 21 minutes. Romans 1.17, For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith as it is written, the just shall live by faith. That's the beginning, folks. The just shall live by faith. That's how I received Jesus. So I'm going to skim through all these verses here that I have in my letter. And you can always go and read my letter on my website. You can go to gospelevangelistchurch.org and scroll down, find the Sunday prayer letters. Or you can go to my own ministry website, John, I'll spell my last name, C-H-O-Q-U-E.org. John, C-H-O-Q-U-E.org. It's also on the, you'll look on the, wherever you're at listening to this podcast, I'm all over the different uh, web all over the web on these different podcast apps. And you'll be able to see my website in there somewhere. And go over there and you can just read it. Uh, it's really, really good. I mean, really good. I am really enjoying it. That's what we're using for our preaching and our ministry every all week long. So let me say, so look here at these scriptures too and think about how you were saved. And then think about how many of the denominations save people or how many of the denominations save people? Yep. Oh my, look at what any church does and see how they are taught to lay, lead people to Jesus. Yes. I know there are great and wonderful churches in the United States and throughout the world. However, there are a vast array of churches everywhere that, are, that shackle the people and restrict them from coming to Jesus Christ because they're sinners. Oh man, I could go on and on about that that in the Christian world, but I'm not going to. <laughs> not, not right now. 
Here are some scriptures in Romans 5, 1 through 5. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope and the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that our tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience, and experience hope, and hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in the hearts of, by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. That was uh, Romans 5, uh, the first five chapters of Romans 5, 1 through 5. Do you see it is the Holy Ghost that is working in the new believer? Just cry out to the Lord. It's easy and simple to get saved. Look here at these uh, scriptures. Listen to this. Psalm 18.6. In my distress, I called upon the Lord, and he cried, and I cried unto my God, and he heard my voice out of his temple, and my cry came before him, even into his ears. Yes, I know that. Uh, I know what the context is. And that is why so many are afraid to work and to rightly divide the word of truth. I hear, you know, I hear people say all kinds of goofy things on the street. They say, preacher, you took that out of context. That is not referring to what you just said. Oh, man, give me a break. <laughs> it says what it says, okay? Here's 1 Corinthians 9, 9. For it is written, in the law of Moses, thou shalt not muzzle the mouth of the ox that treadeth out the corn. Doth God take care of oxen? <laughs> so, I suppose that even the Apostle Paul didn't know what he was doing based on what you just said, that I was taking it out of context in that previous text I was reading. Because this verse is taken out of context. Oh, but wait. You read the re you've read the rest of the story and you say, no, no, preacher, this is not out of context. However, when you preach and you minister all over the place, I've heard so much stuff over the decades. The best is to just pray to God and ask what he wants you to do and then go do it. And immediately, or rather when God tells you when he wants you to go, uh, what he wants you to do, okay? Man, I'm so sorry. I'm so nervous on this show. I am just, I still haven't calmed down. But, uh, so I'm glad you're still here if you're still here. Uh, if you haven't clicked off, I just thank you for being here. So let me just kind of finish up here. We're already 26 minutes into the show. So I go on in my letter. It says, going all the way back to our beginning text in Romans, Romans 10, 13. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. This is the simplest way to be saved. Why complicate it? Why change it to make it a hurdle? Living for Jesus is already a high road. So there you go, my friend. Give Jesus a call. His number is Romans 10.13. If that number is busy, his backup number is Acts 2.21. And then, if that one happens to be busy, call this one, Joel 2.32. <laughs> Look, I'm just being humorous, okay? Getting saved is not a drudgery, okay? Praise God for that. Here are a few more numbers, just in case you didn't get those numbers. Second, Second Samuel 22.4, 1 Kings 18.24, Hebrews 11.6. 
Yeah, those are good ones. 2 Samuel 22, 4. 1 Kings 18, 24. Hebrews 11, 6. <laughs> you should see what I got written on my letter here. It says this. Why do I write like this? Maybe it's this. But exhort one another daily while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. Wow. That's Hebrews 3.13. Hebrews 3.13. All right, my friend, with charity, I signed it off, JC. I put, the, I put three more scriptures at the bottom of my letter. 1 Timothy 1.5. Now is the end of the commandment is charity out of a pure heart and of a good conscience and of faith unfeigned. Titus 2.2. 2, that the aged men be sober, grave, temperate, sound in faith, in charity, in patience. 1 Peter 4.8 And above all things, have fervent charity among yourselves, for charity shall cover the multitude of sins. Amen and amen. So this is my Sunday prayer letter. It was actually written Saturday, January 2nd, 2021 at 4.25 p.m. in Boulder, Colorado. It's written by yours truly, John Shuck, street preacher, church builder, founding pastor, missionary. God bless you, my friend. We'll see you on the next show. Amen. God bless you.